Destinations Beyond Expectations is powered by Group Experience. Visit groupexperience.com to learn how to build your travel tribe. Hello and welcome to DBE. I'm your host, Stevie G, and you are listening to the podcast designed for students of travel. Whether you're listening on a streaming site like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or you're catching the show at groupexperience.com, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. Make sure to visit Destinations Beyond Expectations at dbetravel.com to find some fun blogs, a link to join the DBE Patreon community, and so much more. Remember, you can find Destinations Beyond Expectations on Facebook and Instagram. And please, if you know somebody who loves the world of travel, tell them about the DBE podcast. On today's show, we'll be covering a topic that will resonate with travel agents or anyone who's interested to learn more about the trade of selling travel. Entrepreneur and travel business pro Nicole Barrett joins me on this episode to talk all about how to stand out if you're a travel advisor. Our conversation covers creativity, the importance of planning, and much more. Nicole has been a travel pro for years, and her entrepreneurial spirit paved the way for two really neat projects she recently launched, the Minted Lab and the Sawdod Life. We'll learn more about those during our discussion today, but let's go ahead and get to our chat so Nicole can tell us about some ways that travel advisors can stand out to their clients. Here's our conversation. Nicole, welcome to Destinations Beyond Expectations. Uh, How are you today? I'm good. How are you, Stevie? I'm doing Do they call you Steven or Stevie? Either or. You know, the podcast, I usually go by Stevie, but whatever works for you, Uh, that works for me. (laughs) Good, Um, good. But Nicole, it's so great to have you on. Uh, I know you have over 15 years of experience working in the hotel and, and the travel world. Can you start the podcast off by telling us a little bit more about your background in travel and tourism? Oh, absolutely. Sure. So, I mean, as we're recording this, I'm sitting south of Boston. However, I, you know, I've, I've lived in a couple of different countries. I've lived here and I've lived um, in Jamaica where I was born. But I've also traveled to multiple countries, mainly because of work. So going back uh, 15 years in in travel, but also really about 20 years in hospitality itself and like hotel sales, right? So um, in the past, I've worked for companies such as Sovitel. Uh, before we started recording officially, I told you I worked at Walt Disney World for a little bit. Uh, and I've also worked for the Sheraton Hotels, which are now, you know, Marriott Hotels, as well as uh, Fairmont Hotels. And then more recently, in terms of companies that I've worked for, I spent 13 years at Sandals and Beaches Resorts where I, it was a fantastic experience. And I, my last six or so years there, I was director of sales and marketing for Sandals Resorts. So I've been around the block. I mean, I tell people all the time that I've, I've worked in every department in a hotel, except for maybe maintenance, you know, and then I always say that, you know, fix a remote or so, remote or two in a hotel room. So if you count that as maintenance, <laughs> then I've also worked in maintenance. Very cool. Well, that's, it's great. You have great experience. And for anyone out there listening, that's a travel advisor, or even if you're not, but the idea of being a travel advisor or professional is interesting to you. I think you're really going to enjoy today's conversation because, um, you know, we're going to dive into important methods and tools that travel advisors can use to stand out. Now, Nicole, I know you created the minted lab to help travel pros with some of the things that we're going to be talking about today. 
Can you tell us what exactly the Minted Lab is? And I'd also love to know more about the genesis of the Minted Lab. When and how did the idea to launch this come about? I love that word, Genesis, because the Minted Lab is in its second iteration. So (laughs) I love that. I love, love, love that question. So, well, let's take you back a little bit. Um, You know, I told you I spent years with Sandals Resorts and, um, you know, going around talking to travel agents, not just in the U.S. I was director of sales for the Northeast region, which accounted for more than 50% of the company's sales worldwide, right? So not just in America, but worldwide. And, you know, I did that for a while, but I also work with agents in Canada as well as do training in like in the Caribbean, right? In Mexico. I'm going to jump in here real quick to let you know that at this very point in our conversation, a landscaping crew started doing some work right outside my window. You may faintly hear some equipment running for the next minute or so as some of that audio bled through and I apologize, but try to focus on what Nicole is saying because it's some valuable stuff. And... You know, when you put that all together, I mean, I've worked with thousands of agents over the years, but, you know, in working with them, talking to them, talking to them about product and resorts and destinations, et cetera, one of the underlying factors that I saw was that or that I heard was that they didn't know how to market themselves, you know, as like whether it's a solopreneur or a mom and pop or an agency with five agents. A lot of companies, they have millions of dollars to spend on their marketing, their brochures, their ads, their, you know, everything that gets them in front of eyeballs. Uh, But travel agents don't have that budget. Right. And how do you now convince someone to work with you? And so I started my company as the Travelpreneur Academy, which now turned into the Minted Lab for agents to have access to content that are that they're, that they're able to use to connect with their audiences, right? Because as you and I know, you and I met over Instagram of all places, right? right? right. So, you know, the internet is a home for connection. It's a home for connection because a lot of travel agents have gone home-based, right? So they're not getting that foot traffic. So if you're not getting that foot traffic, walking past your office and someone looking at the beautiful poster and they walk in, where do you now find these people? And a lot of them, they're finding their people online. So the Minted Lab came about so I can um, show travel agents and you know how to find their people online, and not just find them, but how do they connect with them? How do they communicate with them? Then how do they turn that into profits, into sales? So you know, speaking of the genesis of the Minted Lab, the genesis actually occurred about a year ago, because like I said, I started out uh, with the Travelpreneur Academy doing these things, and it kind of like morphed itself into this um, one platform, which is where agents can go in, get pre-written, pre-recorded content, copy, paste it, and kind of make it their own, right? It is an all-in-one platform that where everything is done for them, templates, prompts, emails, uh, video um, video content, etc. And I started this about a year ago, and uh, it started off as a very simple platform where they can just go in and do some of this, right? But then it started picking up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on. What should I do, right? So I decided to go all in, but really take the time to do it the right way. So it took me several months to kind of backtrack, see what they wanted, and now it is the Minted Lab has launched 
successfully uh, did it a couple months ago and the agents are loving it. I'm loving it. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, congrats on that, Nicole. And, you know, I want to talk you. a little bit about some of the areas that travel advisors should keep top of mind to improve their marketing and relationship selling skills. I know as we kind of talked through just now, you know, the Minted Lab can help with those things. But I want to start with communication and specifically right. emails. I mean, this might seem like a simple question, but if I'm a travel advisor or travel agent and I want to be successful, how important is it that I'm doing things like using the right subject lines and making sure the bodies of my emails are clear and interesting to potential clients? Right. I mean, it goes back to that word we talked about, about that, you know, that word connection, because, you know, you and I know that, I mean, you get tons of emails in your inbox, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we, we all do. And a lot of these are promotional emails, which ends up in promotional boxes. People never open them. They don't read them. Um, and a lot of those are coming from companies. But as a travel advisor, you are a person. And I know that old school marketing taught us in the past to talk about our company as we. We do this. Or company's philosophy is as such. You know, this is who we are. Um, but when you're a travel advisor, especially if you are a solopreneur, one, two, five agents, it doesn't matter. Sometimes you need to create a or put a face out there to the world, right? They need to see you as a person. Because in, in getting all those emails in our inboxes and in scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, there's so many different things. There's so many distractions. But when you hit someone with that personal connection, it becomes different, right? So if you're showing up in someone's inbox, how do you how do you stand apart? How do you, you know, how does your how does your email scream, click me, click me? It comes from a personal standpoint. So making sure that your subject lines are personal, but they're also talking to the pain point of whoever you're trying to reach. You're using words or emojis that are gonna attract people. And in terms of like the body of the email, Sometimes it comes down to actual storytelling. People want to know that what you're doing is relatable. You need to talk to them in ways and use words that they use so that they can relate to what you're saying, as well as, you know, once they see themselves in it and you, they, they see a solution that you may have, they're better, you know, they're probably going to reach out to you more than they would if it was a larger company talking about we are and here is our philosophy and, you know, things like that. You know, I also, I don't know if you agree with this, but I think it might be easy to oftentimes, you know, it's easy to sell a destination. They have this, they have that. But right. I think it's important also to focus on you and your story. And you were kind of saying that too. But I mean, how mm -hmm. important is selling you and your personality? Well, that's the thing, right? So you're right. Talking about destinations is great. But so everyone's talking about a destination. I mean, how many travel accounts are there on social media? How many travel accounts are there out there emailing you? How many destinations are emailing you, right? Um, if I'm a bride, for example, and I've attended a, a, a wedding show, right? I have a ton of vendors who are emailing me. And if I'm a bride, I'm up at 2 a.m. sometimes on these destination websites and I'm putting in my email address because I'm very excited to get married. I'm very excited about my honeymoon. Right. So I'm going to research all these destinations. Right. So um, but, you know, it comes down to what you say about putting yourself out there as a person. People want to know your story because at the end of the day, right, if you're going to book um, a vacation or a honeymoon, it is a, it's, a, it's an emotional decision. It is a personal decision. And so if you're spending that kind of money, it's nice to know that you have someone in your back pocket 
who's going to be there for you. So you have to sell yourself. And I think a lot of travel agents get, um, they get overwhelmed by selling themselves because, you know, putting yourself out there is not easy. It's not easy to talk about you, your family, what you do, what you like to do. It's not easy because you, you, you have to be vulnerable when you do things like this. However, what happens is it attracts the right person that you're trying to work with. And we have to come from a place knowing that we're not for everyone and not everyone is going to like us. But the people who you are for, they will find you. Right. right. So it's important to put yourself out there to kind of say, here's who I am. Here's who I work with. And here's who I don't work with. So, Nicole, I want to key in on that word creativity. I think, you know, if you're a travel advisor and designing those promotional flyers or social media posts is in your wheelhouse, I truly believe that that is a huge advantage. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of being creative? And also for anyone out there listening who might not know what Canva is, can you talk about that and how it can be a powerful tool? Yeah. So, I mean, when we say the word creativity, right, that's also a big, as small a word as it is, it's a big overwhelming word. Um, Because someone tells you to go out there and be creative, you're going to be like, oh, you're biting your fingernails. Like, what do you mean? Right. But we all have some kind of creativity in us if we just try to show up as best as we can naturally and authentically. And if you can't do that, then you're right. There are tools out there like Canva um, that can help. I use Canva quite a bit to create things, not just for social media, but also for emails, right? I use Canva and my clients use Canva to create lead magnets. They use Canva to create media kits, to create proposals, itineraries, all things, by the way, which you can, all things you can find in the Minted Lab. But they use a tool like Canva that is so easy to use. And, you know, a lot of these are often free, like there's a free version of Canva. There's a paid version as well, but you don't really need a lot of creativity to be able to use these tools. So we've talked a little bit about emails and we've talked about creativity and I'm going to tie those two things together by talking about planning. Um, It's probably a good idea to map out a plan of when your social media content and emails are going to go out. How important do you think it is for travel professionals to come up with a plan for social media posts and emails? Oh my God. Um, it is, it is very important. I tell you one thing and because we all fall short. I mean, I fall short of, of planning and there are, there are days when I wake up and I'm like, OMG, what am I emailing today? What am I putting on social media today? And then it's like, it's, it's, it goes back to the overwhelm. Right. But I also find that when I take the time, whether it's a Sunday evening or a Monday, I like to take Monday to create. I'm not a big work on Monday kind of person, but I don't want to be sitting around not doing anything on a Monday. Right. So I use that time to get myself together for the week, to plan my content, to, to write. I don't take client calls, but I do other things. Right. So when I, when I find that I take that Sunday afternoon or Monday to sit down and create something, it frees me up so much to be able to concentrate on other things. Because we all know that content planning is key. We know it's important, but we don't often do the things that are important. We do the things that we want to do, right? right? But when I plan it out for the week, not only does it relieve me, but it also uh, allows my content to go out there for the world to see it. And I get leads coming in regularly because I took the time to create this type of content. So planning is is absolutely important. Now, one thing about planning that people um, get caught up on, which rightfully so, is that when you're sitting down to plan, where do you now get 
the content, right? I mean, have you ever tried to sit down in front of a computer and write an email to your email list and you're like, okay, what am I gonna say? Like if I haven't made notes or have content in front of me, it's really hard to think of content on the spot. So, you know, while you should take the time, also make sure that you're making notes of the type of content that you wanna create whether you're getting that from the Minted Lab or from your own personal stories or whatever it is, just just have a bank of content somewhere that when you do sit down to plan, it comes a little bit easier. I love that advice. That it, that's so wonderful. Um, so, Nicole, we've already talked about the Minted Lab, but I want to bring up another project of yours, The Sawdod yeah. Life. Uh, tell me a little bit more about The Sawdod Life. Oh, thank you. So this is my this is a new project for me. I'm not sure the word of a, of a word to describe it, but it's it's like a passion project for me, and it's a combination of two things: a combination of my love for travel, and my love for the travel agent. Right. So you know, I've traveled quite a bit with my family. I have two kids: one's 17, one's 11, and my husband, as well as extended family and friends. And we travel quite a bit, um, you know, to Europe and the Caribbean, for example. And we do extended trips like, you know, uh, two weeks. Uh, We've spent a month, month and a half in Europe. And we do slow travel. And when we do this type of slow travel, we do things like stay in nice, beautiful villas. We get a private chef. We do nice, slow things that, you know, even the kids enjoy it. And so over the years, you know, just kind of talking about this and showcasing this, and including my children in this, a lot of people have reached out to me to say, hey, I want to do something like this. Can you book this? Um, Hey, I love what you do. Can you share your personal chef that you had in Barcelona, your personal chef that you had in Tuscany? You know, things like that. But, you know, I would say, yeah, sure. Here's information. If you want to book, here's where you can find some travel agents, et cetera. And then I thought about that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) What if I put together some of these group trips and with my love for the travel agent, select a travel agent that is um, an expert in that area, right? So if you're an expert in Asia, expert in Europe or a particular country in Europe, for example, um, spreading the love is basically what I'm doing. Um, so my first trip and to, is one, to one of my, my most favorite destinations of all time outside of Jamaica. It is my favorite, favorite place, and that's Portugal. And that's a place that I go to quite often. In fact, I leave in two weeks to go to Portugal. Um, I go several times a year. And so why not? It just kind of fit, right? So uh, we're starting with Portugal in September of this year, 2023. And um, I'm working with a travel agent who is a Europe expert and now a Portugal expert. And it is a time for people to, you know, how uh, Stevie, you know how you go on a trip and you pack like a whole week of things to do on that trip or a whole two weeks and then you're doing something every single day and you're not really seeing the destination yeah and not only are you not seeing it but you're not feeling it right and so with the exception of uh, a souvenir the only thing we walk away from a trip with is photos and memories right and so my what i would like to do with the sadad life is focus on the memories which Incidentally, is what sadad means, right? In in a nutshell, it means that it's a. There's no English translation of this word, um, but in a nutshell, all the English words that you would use to describe sadad, which is a Portuguese word, is is nostalgia, it's memory, it's it's love, it's loss. And I don't mind loss because in order to have loss, you have to have love, 
Mm. Right. You can't you can't say I lost something that you didn't have, that you didn't like that. Right. So in order to have loss that you that you um, that you feel sad about, you have to have had love. And so I want to incorporate all of this in the type of travel is is that memory lane. It is that feeling and connection to something that when you walk away from it, when you leave it, that you miss it. Right. And so it is still travel. It is a, a huge focus on food, on culinary and also on the non-beaten paths of these destinations. So when you leave, it's like, oh, my God, I had the most beautiful experience. Um, but I also worked with a travel agent doing it. Right. Which is very nostalgic in these days. <laughs> it's becoming a thing of the past for a lot of people. So such such a cool concept, Nicole. Congrats on that. And congrats on the Minted mm-hmm. Lab. I know Instagram is a great way to stay connected with you, but can you let us know all the ways that we can stay connected with you, the Minted Lab, or the Sawed Odd Life on social media? Oh, absolutely. So the two main websites for both of those projects are themintedlab.com, so themintedlab.com, and thesawedoddlife.com is where you would find information on both of these things. And then, like you said, uh, I'm huge. I love Instagram. It's my jam. Um, so you can find me at The Sawdod Life. You can also find me at The Minted Lab. And my personal one, which is I'm on quite a bit, is Nicole S. Barrett. Awesome. So, Nicole, I do have one final question for you today. It's a question that I like to ask any first-time guest on the Destinations Beyond Expectations podcast. This podcast is, uh, you know, the tagline is the podcast designed for students of travel. So I want to ask you, are you someone who would consider yourself to be a student of travel, someone who loves learning and has learned so much through travel? And if so, can you share an important lesson that really stands out to you that you've learned along the way? I would say absolutely yes. Unequivocally, yes, I am a student of travel. And I hope to always remain a student of travel, right? And uh, I also hope that the travel agents that I work with also remind themselves that they should also be a student of travel and not always try to come off as an expert, right? But always know where to go to get the information. Personally, for myself, I'm in, I am such a curious person that I, you know, one of my favorite things to do is I just, wherever I go in the world, I like to rent a car. And I like to just drive and I just stop at places that seem and feel and look interesting. And it may be the most silliest of places. Maybe they're a ruin on the side of a road. I don't care. I'm going to look it up because, you know, that is that is what I like. I'm not a big fan of um, going back to countries except for Portugal. (laughs) I'm not a, you know, if I, if I've done a place and it's okay, I'm good. I'm probably not going to go back there. I'm going to try something else. I love to be curious, but yeah, I, I truly believe that I remain a student of travel for a very, very long time. As far as a lesson for me, I think the, the biggest lesson that travel has taught me is to not remain the same because a country or a day or some kind of interaction with someone on the side of the road or with a shopkeeper, a daily interaction with someone while traveling can change your mindset about something immediately and for the rest of your life. 
So I hope I never change. Uh, just, you know, one example is I was on the side of a road, side of a road one time in Portugal uh, back in 2017, and I was traveling and I was lost. And lost in the sense that, I mean, I, knew I could get back to my destination, but I was looking for someone and something and I couldn't find it. So I got out of the, got out of the car and I was walking around and I was walking down the hill. And I don't, I mean, I'm, I knew I was hungry, but I forgot I was hungry. And this old man, not a word of English, you know, I'm trying to ask him, you know, for for um, uh, directions. He does not know what I'm talking about. Right. But he looks at me and he goes, hold on. And I'm thinking he's going to get a map or call someone who can speak English. No, he goes, he gets his, he gets a bag. He goes to his backyard and he picks oranges. OK, and puts them in the bag for me and hands them to me over the fence. And I was about to weep because I just remembered in that moment how hungry I was because <laughs> I was in the middle of the countryside, nowhere near any type of food or anything. And so for me, that changed me. It changed me so much that, you know, the Wi-Fi in my house is the name of that town. Oh, cool. Does that make sense? I changed my Wi-Fi so I would always remember that town because it changed me and it just shows that no matter where you are in the world no matter who you are we're all the same people and we all have the same needs and we are all curious about each other and so i hope that um i'm always a student of travel and i hope that i will allow travel to change me in every single way that it possibly can that was such a cool story and, and such a great answer nicole i really appreciate Thanks. I really appreciate that and the insight that you provided uh, for the rest of our conversation today. It was such a good conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's It's been wonderful. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Stevie. It was lovely. Great conversation. A big DBE thank you to Nicole for joining the show today. Be sure to check the show notes to find out more about the Minted Lab, the Sawed Odd Life, and you'll definitely want to follow Nicole on social media too. Destinations Beyond Expectations is available on all audio platforms and you can find the show at groupexperience.com. Learn how to build your travel tribe with Group Experience. You can listen to me talk about more destinations every Thursday by liking a page called Group Travel Odyssey on Facebook as I co-host the Destination Dispatch live stream, a show that covers different destinations and talks all about how groups can experience them. Again, that page to like on Facebook is called Group Travel Odyssey. That is all I've got for the show today. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to share this podcast with your travel friends. Have a great day, and I will talk to you soon.